You're listening to The Financial Wars Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to giving you the tips and strategies to protect you and your family's wealth against the hidden war raging against financial sovereignty. To learn more about this war and how to protect you and your family's wealth, go to www.financialwars.com. This week's episode of The Financial Wars Podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. Today I want to share a video uh, about a book that I read recently that really meant a lot to me. And then I want to talk about sort of the maximum number of trades that I would accept and then some other cool stuff that I'm looking at. I recently read this book um, by Anthony DeMello and he was um, a Catholic priest of some kind in some foreign country like India or whatever. He was a Jesuit priest. Priest, and the book is called Awareness, and it's um, if you have any interest in Christianity or even spirituality, but not Christianity, or uh, the law of attraction, or um, learning to love, or learning to um, try to become your best self. If any of those things are interesting to you at all, uh, this book was great, and you might hate it. And if you hated it, and you spent eleven dollars on the book, and you leave me a comment below. I'll try to look you up and send you the money for the book if you, th if you felt like you wasted your time. I'll buy the book from you and you can ship it to me. I don't expect that you would ever do that. Okay, um, in other news, I have a lot of trades going. Um, we could maybe put a, a screenshot of my UVXY trade. I went long volatility in the coaching group. There's a link below for that. Um, last week, and that one is just killing it as of today. Now that trade might go back down to zero or it might become, at the most right now, it looks like that could become a $27,000 trade at the most. And I wanted to talk about two things that go hand in hand. The maximum number of trades that I would be willing to have at any given time, and then what I expect out of a trade. So I think, for me, the magic number is seven. I think if I get more than you know, seven trades open at a time, I start to lose the ability to track those. Now that doesn't count for like robot trades. Robot trades are different. Um, I could have 50 robot trades open and the robot is, is managing those trades, so what do I care? I'm talking about like discretionary trading positions. Right now I'm short the pound yen. That's not a trading recommendation. I'm just telling you what's going on. That, that trades down 50 bucks and it has the potential to make $1,000. Um, so at the most seven, and once I get over seven, I start to kind of lose focus. I've even got an account off to the side and it has like a bunch of positions in it that I haven't even looked at for a while because it's just, it's too much. And so those positions are kind of just lingering out there and they're not doing great. They're probably down $2,000 right now because I just don't have the brain space to, to deal with those. So today I dumped a bunch of trades. I closed three or four trades in my account to get me back down to seven and then free up a bunch of capital for me that I can deploy elsewhere. So now the next thing I want to talk about really quickly is um, this idea of zero or $27,000. So I think there are two kinds of trades. There are what I call big trades and then there are what I call um, B&B trades, bread and butter trades. And a big trade for me, this is going to be different for you, a big trade for me is a $57,000 trade. I risk 1,000 
to make $57,000. Those don't come up more than once a month inside of our coaching group or in, inside of our members areas. They don't come up that often. And even when they do come up, they could just be a $1,000 loss like three or four times in a row. So I might use uh, $10,000 of my account to execute a position. If that position goes down $1,000, I would close it. But at the best, it could be a $57,000 win. If this position goes up to $10,000 in profit, I might scale out a little bit and take a little bit of profit off the table, maybe that $1,000. At the most, I might take $1,000 off that position and leave the rest of it open. And if that then goes to zero, I've made $1,000, but I might make zero on the rest of it. And you might be shaking your head going, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But remember, this was a big trade. You ever have the, you ever question, should I scale out? Should I scale in? Should I stay into this? What if it goes against me? Listen, if you call it a big trade, if it's a financial instrument that tends to move a lot and has great potential, then you keep it. And then you, I had a friend, Max, one time that bought the dollar Canadian dollar at $1.10. And he said, I'm going to make $100,000 on this. And in order to do that, it's got to get to $1.20. It went all the way up to $1.1950 or whatever. And then it reversed and he made zero. So he was up $90,000 and then it went down to zero. And you might think, oh, well, he's an idiot. I don't care what you think about Max. Max had a plan. He executed the plan. If you change the plan every single time you're in the trade, then you don't really have a plan. You're just being a maniac. Then he bought it again at $1.10, it went to $1.20, he made $100,000, that was great. And you might think, well, that's not the way I'm going to do it. But remember, if you keep changing your plan every time, then you don't have a plan. So my plan is, if it's a big trade and if it's meant to be that, then you stick with it. You don't play three quarters of the football game and then leave the field. You play the whole game through and you know that in the fourth quarter you might lose, but you've got to play the game to the end. Now that's different from a bread and butter trade. For me, a bread and butter trade is a $1,000 win. And those are going to happen way more often. Pound yen right now, LABD, closed that today. Um, closed half of it, made $500, let the rest of it run. Uh, a bread and butter trade is meant to you know, provide some consistent income. It's on financial instruments that don't tend to move as much. And on these trades, they're just bread and butter trades. If I make 1000 bucks. If I make 500 bucks and scale out, it doesn't matter. I have lots of flexibility with these ones because I'm just trying to keep banking wins. All I'm really trying to do with bread and butter trades is make the money necessary to take the big trades. So I might take 200, 300, 400, $500, or $1,000 on the bread and butter trades. But that's fine because I don't have to be as strict with these. And how do I know the difference between these instruments? A big trade is on a financial instrument that has the potential or has in the past moved 100%. So these could be small cap stocks, not penny stocks. They could be small cap stocks. They could be um, like the UVXY, which is my favorite, which has moved 100% in a move in the past. And then the bread and butter trades are stocks that move five to, or, or currencies that move 5 to 10% at any given time. They really aren't going to have a move big enough to create a big trade but they're going to have moves that are big enough to create a $500 win or a $1,000 win. All right, last of all, um, check this bad boy out. So um, all of my trading is designed. I'm pulling up charts. I don't want to pull up charts. All of my trading is designed to either support my family or support my own lavish lifestyle. 
that's <laughs> not really lavish. Um, but here we go. Um, so last year I paid off my house. Um, right, paid off the house, paid off the cars. Um, and so now this year, I gotta have a goal. I gotta have something in mind that I get. And as you've seen in the office before, I have every computer ever made by anybody. I have every phone that's ever made by everybody. I already have all those things. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying that I gotta have a goal. So have you checked this thing out? This is a motorcycle built in Brooklyn, New York. Um, you could barely see it, right, Justin? Yes. So it's tar form. Let me spell it on the screen here. So it's a motorcycle built from uh, built in America from uh, materials that are sustainable. Maybe that's not important to you. And it's electric, so the torque on this bad boy is insane. And they make um, a cafe racer that's this one here, and then they make an on-road, off-road one as well. And they haven't even released them yet, but they are coming. I just think it's totally cool. So, um, I don't know, have a goal in mind. Maybe it's to pay off a credit card. Maybe it's to pay down some student loans. Maybe it's to, but get something in your mind. Like imagine yourself writing yourself a check at the end of the year. Um, I just did it on Saturday. I'm not showing it to you. We'll show it to you later. I wrote myself a check out of my business checkbook for an undisclosed amount of money. Um, think about that. Think about writing yourself that check. Maybe write it in advance and then put it away in a drawer and um, imagine yourself buying something that you care about or taking care about somebody and you're taking care of somebody in your life that you really love or whatever else. So, hey, it's been great to spend some time with you, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I'm Rob Booker. Hey, listen, if you like the video, subscribe to the channel. Click the button now. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.